hello everybody this is april stutzman we got another episode here for you of glory stories i'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of god some of the first times they experienced the presence of god how they cultivated the presence of god and different stories that impacted their life whether it was transformation and the glory miracles that happen and i want you to be a part of what this guest has to say how they have experienced the heart of god in his presence so that you my friend can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of god in your everyday life so i'd like to welcome all right well welcome everybody this is uh, Richard Stutzman and with Glory Stories, and we're going to be interviewing Monday Martin, and he is all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. He has uh, a ministry that's been going on, blazing all over the world. I was checking out his profile uh, earlier today. I, it amazed me that it was over, over 20 nations that Monday you have been at, and I really didn't know that. And yeah. so. I mean, you've been to Israel almost 20 times, which I, I'm asking the Lord to go ahead and set me up and go over to one of these days myself. So uh, I can't believe it. 30. Um, I still can't believe that. What's that? Oh, I, I can't believe it. it's actually 30. How many times we've been to Israel? 30 times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Man, that is so awesome. <laughs> that is awesome, man. I'll have to join you one of these days. Absolutely. So a little bit about my back. Amen. So I want to welcome those. Uh, Jody, welcome. Paul, welcome. Uh, I want to welcome you to the Glory Stories. I just want to let you know there will be a a replay of this video as well as on the Glory Stories YouTube channel on uh, YouTube as well as podcast. And uh, Monday has seen the incredible healings, signs, wonders, and miracles, and the breakout, the glory in different churches and the manifestation. And so we are just delighted. Uh, one of the premier people in my life that I know that does excellent street ministry is Monday himself. And I'm just welcome, honored to have you on here. And uh, just wanted to say thank you, thank you. And um, just want to just ask you, you know, I've got a couple of questions lined up that, uh, that uh, I want to ask you, but after that, we're just going to open up and go wild and, and have you share things about us in your own life. But, you know, what's one of the experience you would say that, you know, you uh, experienced the glory of God, the presence of God, and whether or not you talked about your open vision, that your conversion time, maybe that was the best experience you had. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and right now I'm broadcasting live from uh, the high school, our local high school. And uh, so, so, uh, that's why I'm outside today. But the, the the most amazing thing, yeah, I was here doing outreach, by the way, uh, the kids getting the kids fired up for revival. Um, but yeah, the 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 big conversion for me, um, I, I know that when I was um, young, I grew up in church, and you know, I knew about the existence of Jesus. He came into my heart when I was six years old. I had a really powerful encounter with him um, up in Connecticut when we lived there. Um, I will say that, um, you know, I kind of grew up in a home that was really dysfunctional with alcoholism. And um, as a result, I didn't really see a like a personal need, you know, to serve Jesus because he wasn't helping anybody in in terms of, you know, 
that that's why it's so important in, in your own home if you've got a family to really raise your kids up in the word and you know pray with them but let the fruits of the spirit manifest in your life right. um so that they'll want jesus um uh, but i god god blessed me with a great family we forgave all the stuff that happened my family ended up getting delivered and and free i knew god loved me though richard when i went out uh i was ringing on doors and we were running away that's what kids some kids like to do uh, and we were they call it ringing and running i rang on one person's door and they got furious. So we were laughing. And let's say we were like, let's go back. Let's go back. So we went back and knocked on the door again. But uh, I realized when I looked through the uh, glass that there is a man loading a pistol. Um, that's the first time I think I'd seen anyone loading a gun to try to come after me. So we got very afraid. Uh, we walked to the other side of his house. And... Um, the wife was screaming furiously like for us. But what was interesting, Richard, was um, they could not see us. It was the middle of the daylight, but they couldn't see me in their frontal vision, their peripheral vision. And I knew that day that God had a plan for my life. I knew he loved me. Uh, I was also almost aborted in my mom's womb. She had an IUD hook where there's a 1% chance that you can go through this pregnancy device that stops... Um, the fertilization. Well, actually, it it, it hooks you know people in fertilization or after fertilization. So there was a one percent chance I could get through, and I got through. But the massive conversion for me um, was when I was in college, um, and I wasn't living for Jesus. I was living for myself. I was selfish. I was drinking a lot. I was partying a lot. Um, but I knew the truth. I knew I'd been backslidden, and. Um, wrap it up quickly uh the bible says he that says he knows me and continues to walk in darkness is a liar and the right. truth is not in him yes and so people that claim they know jesus but continue to smoke weed or you know be alcoholics and party and um they're not telling you the truth if they say they they believe in jesus they're not telling you the truth if they say they're christians because a true christian surrenders their life and follows christ mm -hmm. to the fullest Yes. By the Holy Spirit's help. Yes. And it's all about surrender. It's all about hungering for righteousness. But God showed me I wasn't going to heaven. And I had a hard time with that because I wasn't living for him, but I believed in him. Um, I was thrown into a doorway that was leading to hell. And I could see people being thrown into flames. Uh, and all this is happening after I've, I binge drank one night in college. Mm. And... Um, Richard, I was so terrified. I screamed out for God to give me another chance. And guess what he did? Um, I walked back through this judgment line. Everyone was being judged. And um, I, I, the, the Holy Spirit spoke inside of my, my heart to go back into the judgment line. But as I was, uh, I was walking back into this judgment line, now people think this crazy. They're like, Monday, was this real? Was this a dream? I can tell you it's more real. Um, <laughs> than anything you can touch in the physical, wow. in the metaphysical realm. Wow. Uh, things which are unseen are eternal, the Bible says. Things which are seen are temporary. Right. And I was in the unseen realm, and I was seeing where I would go if I died. Hmm. And the Lord uh, had mercy on me. I went back through the judgment line. And um, they said an interesting thing to me. They said, we had you mixed up with an old man. And uh, <laughs> I think that's important because... 
you know, when we're, when we're little, maybe some of us got saved, but we're not living for the Lord. Yes. And what we've done is we've allowed the old man to, to, to get up out of the dirt and start taking over our, our life. But Jesus wants us to keep him crucified. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they gave me a gold coin in my hand and the gold coin had a scripture on it. It said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them uh, and they follow me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the craziest thing was I put it in my mouth and swallowed it. Mm. And um, it's, it was sweet like honey. It went inside me. God was inviting me to hear his voice and to, to know that he knows me yes. and yet to follow him. Would I follow him mm. for the rest of my life? Wow. And at that moment, I was allowed to go into heaven, not very long, but enough time to see that there's mansions made for every single believer that follows Jesus and believes in him. So it was a really incredible encounter. Um, and uh, after that moment, I really fully surrendered my life to the Lord and God took all the passion I had in the world and, and uh, took my wife and I, we have a ministry contagious love international. And by his grace, we've gone into 30 nations and now our, our hearts are focused on revival in America at this time. Amen. You know what? I just, I enjoy that because there's hope for the hopeless. There's hope for every situation out there Monday. And I appreciate relative us and being transparent because that's, that's what we need is if man, if, if there's one person who's listening, going to be replaying this podcast later on in a a few weeks or YouTube, whatever Monday, they're going to hear your story and your testimony had God changed you and turned you around and allow you to have that encounter. So you are who you are today because of that experience in your life. Amen. So, so it sounded like to me, and it's a little bit different because I didn't have those experiences, and that's okay. If you had to say what cultivate the glory, walking in the glory, carrying the glory, his Shekinah glory, what would you say uh, contribute to your walk with the Lord and seeing that throughout your life and also Jennifer's life as well? Walking in the glory is summed up in, in one thing, um, getting the glory of God on your life and the fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost every day. It comes from hunger, uh, Richard, and the Lord showed me that um, the, the problem, you know, with many believers today is they're not really hungry. Okay. Um, and, you know, that happens because we got the four soil types um, that Jesus mentioned about the farmer sowing the word, sowing the seed. Yes. Uh, and just briefly, I can summarize that one. They fell upon the, the flat ground. One, they fell upon the rocky ground. Third, they fell upon the the. the um, the thorns and fourth, they, they went into good dirt and the ones that went on the, the flat ground were those that hear the word of God, but the enemy comes and steals it away immediately. The second on the rocky ground is those that hear the word of God, uh, but the persecution comes and how many knows listening to this, you're going to be persecuted for the name of Jesus. Um, he said that I'm going to bring a sword. I'll divide mother with mother-in-law, etc., etc. Uh, and, uh, it's the rock of offense. And because of persecution, many fall away. Um, and then the third is very important. Uh, I've been in all stages over my life, Richard. And the third is the, the thorns, uh, where we get so consumed with the temporal and, you know, working our jobs and paying our bills. And um, obviously a lot of people love their families and they can have integrity. But the thing is, is they become unfruitful because they're so focused on their life um, and the love of money or the love of riches uh, so they lose that passion. But the fourth soil 
those are the ones that are going to really carry the glory. That's those that hear the word and put the practice uh, and bear a, a great harvest hundredfold. Um, so I would say get hungry. Um, I used to get mad at everybody because everyone was getting drunk in the Holy Ghost and I wasn't getting it. And I went to Rodney Howard Brown's and my friend Charlie Champ was there. <laughs> okay. uh, we didn't know the method. We didn't know the equation to getting drunk in the Holy Ghost. But right. Charlie started screaming out of the top of his lungs for Jesus to come and touch him. <laughs> and I thought that was a good idea, although I had a, a fear that I was going to get kicked out by the ushers. <laughs> but something rose up in me, Richard, this hunger, this desperation. I'll never oh, forget boy. it, man. I just cried out for God to come touch me, man. And yeah. I cried out for the Holy Ghost to come consume me. I lost all fear of men in that room. And I, I was drunker than I've ever been in the spirit. We went out to eat with someone and, <clears throat> at a restaurant. And uh, I could hardly pick my fork up to eat my salad because um, it was that scripture Paul talks about. If I'm out of my mind, it's for God. Mm -hmm. And I was out of my mind. He had come and possessed me. Yes. And that feeling comes all the time. I wish I could turn it on and just stay on, but it, it comes in ebbs and flows. And I'm learning, you know, to keep hungering and keep salivating for the living God. Yes. Amen. We do need that word daily in our lives to, to become right. all that God has for us. Monday, can you just release I just I just just saw this in the, in the spiritual realm. Can you release the the break either barriers of people's mindset of not receiving that glory, the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I mean, they, they may not experience it. Maybe they've seen it many years ago. But can you just impart that to the viewers right now? Amen. And I also tell believers, you know, if they're kind of stuck in the third soil, the thorns. Um, I tell them, you know, begin to uh, place your obsessions into the kingdom of God. You know, we, we live in a society where many people are obsessive, compulsed, disordered. And um, if we'll get obsessive about Jesus, all that stuff will wash away. And they'll get the fire of God if they'll start going to the streets and talking to people about Jesus. But those watching right now, we thank you, Father, for your Holy Ghost fire. Yes. I thank you that even right now you're rekindling. I'm reminding people of their first love today. Yes. Uh, yes. And Lord, as you've been using me to go out every day on the streets uh, since the day after Thanksgiving, Father, there's the divine invitation for people to get awesomely obsessed with you yes. again and yes. salivate for the Holy Ghost and salivate for the word of God. You may want to read the word of God and just speak it over yourself yes. and um, read a chapter a day or more over yourself. Listen to the Bible on YouTube audio. Just click audio Bible and God will come and refan that flame that's already in your life and even if he's you know removed the lampstand you can repent to god right now and say god i want my lampstand back i want my first love back um I, I can't settle for living this life without your presence if your presence doesn't go with us god we won't go yes. is the cry of moses and um and it's the cry of a new jesus generation that god's rising up right now god if your presence doesn't go with us I don't want to go. If your presence doesn't go into my high school, yes. I don't want to go. If your presence doesn't go with me in, in my campus at, at college, I don't want to go. If yes. your presence doesn't come with me at my job where I work and I clock in, I don't want to go. If your presence isn't in my house and my family's not serving Jesus and the kids aren't, we're going to go. We're going to make them read the word. We're going to make them pray again. And we're going to get this focus back on Jesus because in the end, all that matters is, is did we love and did we love Jesus with all our hearts? And did we love people as we love ourselves? So 
those that are watching this right now, receive the fire of God uh, wherever you are. Make a commitment to the Lord right now that you will give him your life fully. And uh, God's healing a lot of people right now that have been hurt through relationships. Uh, in specific, I saw that. And God says, if you'll give me those hurts and those pains, I never wanted that for you, darling. Um, I'm going to heal you. I'm going to give you the capability to forgive. And I'm going to give you the capability to walk in the fullness of me again, says the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. Good. Thank you, Mon Monday. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. What would you say, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. What would you say that broke you to street evangelism? I mean, what did an encounter take place? Did you have an event that uh, happened in your life? Did you just get out of bed one day and say, hey, Lord, I think I'm going to do street evangelism. I mean, how did it happen? I did. Well, it was sort of an event, but it was passion leading up to that event. Um, I began to get very much stirred in my heart um, for my original calling, and that is to take Jesus on the streets. Yes. And that looks like different paradigms. One, you can go out as an event. Two, it can just be wherever you go. Um, whoever comes in front of you, you talk to them about the Lord. Give them a Bible. Give them a gospel track. Pray for them. Pray for them if they're sick. Uh, or that can be on the Internet. You find people that are sick. Someone yeah. says, hey, pray for my uncle. He's got cancer. And you, you, you literally reach out to them and ask if you can pray over the phone with them. And God will do miracles through the phone. You don't always have to be in person. But I got so hungry for the Lord, Richard, and uh, wanted to actually get back into mission work. And the Lord reminded me of a song that he implanted in my mind in the middle of the night. Someone, someone might wonder, can God use a secular song? Yes, God can do anything. He can speak through a donkey. Uh, and he used a song that I'd forgotten since I was a child. And it was, who are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood? Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood, the people that you meet each day? And so God was speaking to me, if, if you're hungry to go to the mission field, why don't you focus on your first mission field, which is your neighborhood? Yeah. And so I began going outside when I heard a UPS truck pull up in my neighborhood. I would go talk to the guy uh, and starting with the UPS driver. It's been going from door to door in my neighborhood. It's been going to the local high school. It's been going inside Kroger's. God gave me favor at Kroger's to get literally on the intercom <laughs> with a believer that works there and preach the gospel to the um, to the whole grocery store. And um, give an altar call, invite pe people for prayer. And um, the problem with men is we, we worry, you know, like maybe that's going to offend people. But God really doesn't have a problem with it. If you read the book of Acts, you'll know that the Holy Ghost does not have a problem with you speaking up and testifying about the Lord Jesus Christ. So yes. um, and that's that's been happening every day. It's been a blessing. We're, we're seeing people come to Jesus almost daily now. And it's, it's so needed in America. So that is exciting. And, you know, I, I think I saw one of your uh, groups that you have on your Facebook group. It is called Contagious Evangelism. And if you haven't signed yeah. up, please go over. I'll have a little link below this video or uh, Jennifer, if you want to below here or April, just put the link below that. And uh, you just have to accept minor terms on there. And, uh, and yeah. you also uh, upload uh, some street evangelism ministry testimonies on there as well uh you even have somebody from england manchester england so i looked on there i'm like my goodness you're going across the 
you're going into the <laughs> man. <laughs> so that's that is exciting. So I know you you are very very brave, and it challenges me, which is a good thing. But how do you get somebody who hasn't is maybe timid and quiet? And I have my own testimony, but this is not going to be focused on me. It's going to be focused on you. How do you encourage somebody to get over their fear of themselves or just fear of man, fear of women, fear of people, rejection? How, <laughs> how did you master that, man? I tell you, fear is like uh, it's like ice. And it's a big ice wall between you and the person that you want to talk to. It's a big ice wall between you and standing up in a crowd of people. Uh, and you have to, you have to, it may hurt a little at first, but you have to break through that ice wall uh, because Jesus wants to move and he's only going to use a preacher. He's not going to do it any other way. How will they know unless one is sent? Uh, and I tell people I'm an introvert. Um, if, it, if I had it up to me, I would stay home all the time and um, I would binge watch TV. But God says, you don't have time to do that. You have a, you have only a small breath of time and this is the only chance in your human body that you can make a difference for me. You'll never get this opportunity again. You may wow. be saved and you'll be with me in eternity, but your rewards will be small. And if you'll right. go out and love and <laughs> break through these walls um, and, you know, read the book of Acts as a great example. If you'll get an ax and write down every single play that yeah. the uh, early church did, you'll see the fire of God touch you and your community. Mm -hmm. Uh, consider it like a playbook for a football team. Go through Acts, write down all the plays, uh, and and do exactly what they did. Amen. And and uh, you'll get through that fear. It may be hard the first couple times, first few times, uh, but now I can tell you, Richard, by God's grace, I can walk into a football stadium if I needed to and get up on the microphone and preach the gospel. Uh, and I, I, the other day I was at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and the Lord told me you know, preach the gospel to this line of people. I did. I asked for anyone who wanted to get saved to raise your hand. A guy got saved, said the sinner's prayer in front of everybody. And, um, and a lot of people also think, well, you know, I'm not going to talk to anyone unless God tells me. Um, and that's just the devil. The <laughs> devil wants you to believe you, you got to kick that devil in the butt right now. Cause the devil wants you to believe you have to hear all the time to do something. Yes. And, uh, You've heard a word. It is go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Um, mm. And don't take that as a rebuke, but just take right. it as loving exhortation. Um, believers are called to evangelism. It's, a, it's supposed to be a natural part of their lifestyle. And so um, we can repent and we can get zealous and we can break through every single block of vice that stands before us and men perishing. Yes. You know what? I love what you said, you know, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And, you know, I'm a word of knowledge guy and I believe you are as well Monday. But yeah, one thing one thing I'm, I'm learning and listening right now is this is that we don't have to wait for the word of knowledge. We don't have to wait until the presence of God comes. We don't have to wait until an angelic angel shows up, you know, tells us to evangelize, go into that city, you know, go into Nineveh, you know prophet, man of God, go in there and, and save that nation. Sometimes we just have to, our, 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 our yes, it's just go. And so you make it very clear, clear Monday about not having any excuses, holding back and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's exactly right, friend. You know, so let me ask you another question here. Um, what is your favorite part of street evangelism? Um, 
that can be summed up in one thing, people coming to Jesus. That's the greatest mm. thing. Um, that's my reward. That's where, that's my currency. How's it going? Are you born again? Do you know Jesus? Oh yeah. Right on, man. Yes, God bless you. That's a good way to open up, you know, conversation with people. Just, you know, just go right for the, the, the jugular. Are you yeah. born again? Uh, yes. I meet a lot of people that say no to that question. I meet a lot of people that immediately say, well, I do believe, but I'm not really living for God. That's a good icebreaker. But the answer to that is souls to your question. That's the most exciting thing. When someone gets born again or when a, when a person that's backslidden uh, repents and says, I want God back in my life. I want to get my life to Jesus again. Um, we just had that happen last night with a, our locksmith. I locked my keys in my van. Um, but I knew in my heart, God's going to bring me someone that's a locksmith that needs to give their life to Jesus. And sure enough, um, he grew up in a dysfunctional home and he, um, his parents, you know, allowed him to drink and do drugs. And he would drink, he said, until he vomited. And he knew it was dysfunctional, but he gave his heart to Jesus at an early age, but he wasn't really living for him. So we led him back into a prayer of salvation and he's coming back to church with me next week. Amen. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm you, I, I love it, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, did you have any? God's good. Hey, awesome. Amen. Did you have any mentors with you to help you break the ice to do street evangelism? I tell people no, and the reason I say that is um, not every single person can find a mentor. It's great that you know when we do, as long as they're an equipper. You know, there's a lot of people that say I want a mentor, but they might have a spirit of control in their life. And make you submit to everything they say. And that's the devil. Yes. Um, you want to find someone that's a mentor that really loves the Holy Ghost, loves Jesus, loves the Father with all their heart. And wants to see you go uh, and do greater things than them. That should be the heart of every equipper. But uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. And I tell people, find someone that, that makes your heart burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'll tell you one that made my, my heart burn is Todd White, evangelist Todd White. He's the he's the long hair, long dreads. He's got dreads, long dreaded preacher. Um, and he's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so just watching his YouTube videos um, made me hunger and made me realize um, how in need of repentance I was that I don't just take every opportunity to pray for somebody. Um so you can have a personal uh, mentor from a distance. Now, my mentor, who is actually James Gall, he said he didn't really have a mentor, but Derek Prince mentored him through cassette teaching tapes and through his books. And so you find out who lights your fire, man. And you, know, you know, you listen to them. Let them mentor you from a distance. Yes. And because um, that's the way God wants it, you know, and, you know. You know, my hope is that one day my videos or my wife's books or our, my books can mentor the next generation while we're still sitting in heaven with Jesus, you know. So absolutely, man. Man, I'm, I'm feeling the presence right now, Monday. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> you want to uh, release it and bless us right now? Do I? You want to release it and bless us right now? We should, we should. Lord, right now in Jesus' name, I thank you, God, that you're releasing fire on people watching right now. Yes, Lord. Those that don't feel sharp, uh, you're going to make them sharp again. Those that are crying out for personal mentorship, 
Lord, let them find uh, true Christians, not hirelings, God. Yes. Stay away from hirelings, the Lord says. Stay away from them. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes. They don't want your soul. They want your money. Stay away from them. Money's good because it helps preach the gospel, but watch out. Find some real people. Amen. You might want to go to Todd White. He's real. Amen. Oh, glory Amen. to God. You might want to go to Rodney Howard Brown. He's a little different stream, but I love it. He's real. Go to Sid Roth. Yes. Sid Roth is a man of God, He's a Jewish believer. And he always has people on that, that really love Jesus with all their heart. Yes. Get mentored in your bedroom, in your den, in your, in your living room, on your phone. And, and, and stop binge watching Netflix and watch some more YouTubes of, of Todd White. <laughs> <laughs> watch my wife. Her name's Jennifer Martin. You can get on her Facebook by going to my page and clicking on my wife, Jennifer. And she's got Awaken the Heart every Thursday at 3 p.m. Watch Jennifer Martin. Yes. Jennifer Martin, my wife, is anointed by God. And she will set you on fire because she loves Jesus. And uh, many people who've been coming on her Facebook lives have just been undone. Their lives change. The fire comes back. Uh, you need fire. So, God, right now, I thank you that you're touching people with your holy fire. And, Lord, I thank you. There's a call to the church. Be zealous. Repent from where you've fallen. Yes. Repent from where you've fallen. I see your works, but you're dead. Yes. I have this one thing against you. You're dead. Yes. You're dead. He wants you to not be dead. He wants you to be burning and alive. He wants you to be filled with furious love. He wants you to be filled. Yes. Filled. Yes. Filled with the Holy, with the Holy Spirit. Filled. Filled up to overflowing. Filled up. But also he needs a people that are going to walk by faith, Richard. I feel that so strong to tell someone right now. Yes. Even if you don't feel them, just go be obedient to the words of Jesus Christ. And that fire will find you yes. as you go. Yes. Preach in the kingdom of God's at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you've received. So please, my church freely give you don't need to wait for a word from heaven you don't need to wait for an angel to show up in your bedroom and tell you to go down to the corner and talk to the drug addict on heroin you just need to be available it's god here's my life yes. take it it is no longer mine you died for me isn't it enough it isn't it's not asking too much for me to now die for you and i promise you if you'll die for jesus Somebody else is going to come take over your body and his name's the Holy Spirit and he's going to get the job done. <laughs> he's going to get the job done. We know it. We know it. Yes. Well, share faith. with more people of faith. Without faith, yes. it's impossible to please God. Have faith, church. Amen. Have faith. Jesus constantly upbraided his disciples for their lack of faith. You know, where's your faith? Yes. Where's your faith? If no one's standing up for Jesus, you stand up. Amen. Quit waiting for some person behind the microphone to come in town and do a conference. It's going to be grassroots at this time. <laughs> it's got to start with you watching yes. right now. Yes. It's got to start with you in your home, you yes. on your phone, you on your device. God says, I want to use you. Yes, yes he does. Yes. He wants to use you.
Yes. I'm getting a little Pentecostal. You'll have to oh. excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Richard. Oh, no. I'm not sorry. It's all no, good. you're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're preaching the truth. <laughs> oh. Uh, Jennifer uh, Martin, if you can go ahead and put your link to your Facebook, your group there for uh, awakening, the awakening group out there. Uh, that would be great. And Monty, I, I just feel I need to pull from this even get the world knowledge is about Holy Spirit. I know Jennifer is groomed that she does it in her worship on Thursdays, almost almost every Thursday she has it. So how That's is right. your personal relationship, Holy Spirit? How was that cultivated? Because we are living in a day and age where we go to church, we sit there, we have the singing, we have the preaching, but Relationship with Holy Spirit is beyond the four walls of the church. It is inside the four walls of the church with teaching and preaching those things. I'm all for it and encouraged for that. But how do you cultivate and hold that? Because I think what I was also seeing uh, dead wood, dead barks, dead um, um, objects. And I said, God, what is it within us? He said, well, the, the church, the church sometimes as a whole we have gotten, we lost the fire. We lost the spark. So there we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So yeah. share with us Monday, the, getting that spark back and how the Holy Spirit helps us with that. Uh, I, I, I love, um, there, there's things like I was saying earlier that, that the church didn't ask uh, that I think we, we constantly need to be remembering. Um, number one, don't get isolated. Um, you're going to, you're going to sense more of the power of the Holy spirit when you get around on fire believers. And so I encourage people, if you're like, man, I don't go to church anymore because you know, they, they did this and they did that. Well, that's always going to happen. You know, son or yeah. daughter, God says the tares are going to rise up with the wheat and you have to deal with that. Uh, and just, you know, you don't hang out with the hypocrites, but you go find the people that really love Jesus. And so, there's an accumulation of anointings when we come together with on fire believers and that, uh, that accumulation can come upon your life. So you're not just, you know, believing in the rivers of God are flowing out of your belly, but other rivers are flowing from your neighbor. Other rivers are flowing through living relationships. I like to call them as Mahesh Shav to put it living friendships. Uh, there's gotta be hunger though. Um, don't expect much if you don't get hungry for, for the Holy ghost. Don't expect much if you're not thirsty. Um, and I do like to model what they what they did in Acts. They were constantly fasting. Uh, they were constantly praying. Um, they were radical givers. So I, I tell people, you know, these are good tools in your tool belt. Fast, you know, pray yes. um, and, and meet with local believers, you know, uh, breaking bread together. They were always doing that in the early church. Uh, and then they were constantly going out into the highways and hedges and invited people to the, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Um, and so if you begin to integrate those things again in your life, you will see the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, again on your life, setting you on fire and, but you got to hunger for it. You know, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger, hunger, hunger and thirst. You've got to want this friend. I mean, I, I used to love what a preacher used to say. He, he said, you know, when it comes to hungering for God, we ought to start putting barbed wire fences around our churches to see who really wants to come to a church service. <laughs> we ought to start putting barbed wire around our church revivals just to see who really comes. Stop all this seeker friendly stuff, church leaders. You're not getting the job done doing that. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying it in holy zeal and in love. 
if you're seeker friendly, you're going to have people coming to your church that are never going to encounter God. And if they don't, they're going to go seek for him other ways. When their kids offer weed to them, they might smoke it because they want to encounter. Uh, when, when people around them get around them that are in new age, they might try those tarot cards because they never encountered God in your church because all you were focused on was your money. And all you were focused on is the tithers. And all you were focused on was how great of attendance you can have. And the Lord says, no, that day is over in 2020. Uh, I'm about to send the, the, the uh, what is it? I'm seeing in the spirit. Yes, uh, the reaping is taking place. I'm sending a reaping, the sickle, that's what it is. The sickle is going into the harvest fields. But judgment must begin uh, at the house of God. And one of the things that the Lord wants to tell church leaders right now is stop grieving the Holy Spirit. It is a detriment to, to, to those that are around you. It is a detriment to your community to preach a powerless gospel, to preach, yes. you know, a purpose-driven life without the purpose driver filling you up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we have got to have Come it. We on. have got to have it. Come it on. is necessary. It is critical. And if you're in church, you know, don't be rebellious against the leadership, but pray for that church to get on fire. Yes. Encourage the leaders Guys, we need the Holy Spirit. These kids, they're, they're not even coming to church anymore. Parents don't bring them to church. They control their parents now. You know, they, they're on TikTok for hours. They care more about social media than they do God. It is because they've never really had a true encounter with the almighty presence of Jesus. And I'm telling you, there's, I, I heard a preacher saying this the other day. There's a revival coming to the heart of America. This yeah. is going to be the greatest harvest of souls we've ever seen but don't expect it to come to your house if you're shutting the doors to the holy spirit you need to mm -hmm. repent of that right now yes. and you need to let god in your church in jesus name amen that's a amen. good man that is a good word that's a good word amen man i'm being blessed i'm getting a little tough today but um you know paul paul was a little paul the apostle was a little like me he said i was i was very bold when you were absent but i, I was timid in your presence and we do we need that humility but we also need to speak the words of god when we sense yeah. them we yeah. really do absolutely and you know I, I i just see in our lives and the different churches that we have visited is, is the holy spirit the the awakening with him and you know i've been with with, with charlie in a few mission trips and and here in the united states and one thing I've learned of this is they he waits before the Holy Spirit. He doesn't go in and start preaching the word. He ushers in. He um, basks in the presence of God and and just waits. I mean, until he moves. And yeah. you, know, you guys are the same way. You know, I remember seeing you guys in down in, in uh, Georgia down there and uh, just waiting before the Lord and then asking Holy Spirit, what would he like to do during those services? And so that's just awesome, man. Come on, Jesus. So um, one of the things that we haven't talked about is the gift of healing or the gift of miracles and how, awesome. you, how you cultivate that. I almost saw some a picture, maybe I'm pulling back in, in many years ago, but I almost saw a lady in a wheelchair that came out. I mean, do you recall a creative miracle of a lady maybe in her 40s or 50s just came out? I mean, just blew you away. I mean, do you, do you recall a story as such Monday or maybe I missed it? We do. We, we see that a lot. And the first time I think I saw it was in Brazil. God healed a woman. She came out of a wheelchair. 
Um, and a lot of times in meetings, we'll go right for the people with the canes or we'll go right for the people with the wheelchairs, you know, and, you know, you, you, you just you don't worry about men. You don't because the, the hesitation is, man, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to look really bad. <laughs> right. And, um, God wants to break that because it's not up to you. It's not up to you to see a creative miracle. It's up to him. You know, it's yeah. all his fault. So you be obedient. You pray for people. But yes, many times I've grabbed people out of wheelchairs and they've walked. I remember in Roanoke, Virginia, or was it, uh, it was another city in Virginia, Lynchburg, but, um, we want to see this on a daily basis. We, we got, we got to have more of the Holy, the Holy Ghost. And, um, it's just, that's what we need. We, we, we desperately need it. We have many believers that, that read their word and they say, they believe, you know, but their lives aren't, um, their lives aren't, uh, enough with it. And it's time to line up with God. It is. Amen. Woo! I'm feeling the fire. <laughs> I, think, I think the viewers are are feeling the fire as well. Monday. <laughs> Here I am at a high school. We were just preaching to these high school kids, man, and five of them were playing basketball and me preaching to you. So the word's going out. You know, it for is. believers that are that are watching right now, you know, become all things to all men. Um, you're going to have to change your approach with some people, you know, and sometimes it'll be good to just go out there and, you know, just look for people that are sick and offer prayer. Um, but become weak to the weak, become strong to the strong. Uh, just let the Holy Ghost move you individually through, through each person that stands before you is what I like to tell people. Yes. Yeah. Would you, how do you encourage somebody Monday who's in, in my own personal life and journey, you know, words of knowledge was very strong. And I used to go to people on the street and things this nature, you know, once a month or whatever. And the only way he yeah. made me do it is he had my, my heart race. So my testimony is a little different. I did. I was timid, shy, you know, bashful. I mean, I, it was like, Lord, I don't want to do this, but yet <laughs> through it all, got to open up the doors for me to be able to, to approach people, things of that nature. But, you know, I was telling my wife for, for seven years, God gave me some words of knowledge for healing and it didn't manifest. And so how do you, how do we help folks Monday that maybe have not maybe seen the first miracle take place and whether it's small or big, whatever else, how do you encourage us uh, to keep pressing in, even though we may not see the, uh, people heal on the spot? Uh, yeah, I just um, reminded of my own personal walk with the Lord, with healing. Um, you know, there was, there was a season of my life where I was praying right at the beginning for people to be healed, and I did not see it. Um, but when I saw it, I, I, I kept the passion. When I saw healings in a church, maybe an evangelist that came in town, um, I kept the passion. I did not let the enemy kill my passion because I did not see results. I kept following after it. Because if we really believe the Bible, we will go after it until we see it happen. And I think that's probably the root of why this, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cessationism uh, came into the body of Christ. It's just people were trying to pray for people. They probably didn't see anything. Right. So they just decided to listen to a devil. Mm. That miracle stopped, you know, at, during the time of the apostles after they all died. And it's just nonsense. It is. Um, and I just sense God's about to start moving like this among 
all denominations. You know, if I can, I can say to listeners, if you're, maybe you're in a church that's denominational and their doctrines don't necessarily line up with the Bible or healing. Um, but uh, one thing that's going to set them on fire is seeing encounters and seeing people healed in their church. Um, so pray for every single person you can. Um, it'd be awesome if some of you listening got the chance to pray for an incurable disease or pray for cancer and they're in this church and that one healing can open up a whole community Amen. and uh, the church can go to revival. Amen. And I, I totally agree. One thing I would encourage people as well Monday is I tell people, even when I teach on what's the knowledge in different ways, see it, feel it, sense it, read and all this other good stuff is that don't wait for that as you're saying to step out. When you sit down in a, a restaurant you know, they, you, they are in tune with you. They communicate and says, Hey, you have something you need to pray for or, or step up by faith and, and say, Hey, do you have this condition or, or how's your mom doing? You know? And if you miss it, you miss it. But the thing is this, I've learned this is it's not the end of the world, brother. It's not. So we just have to just keep on going and going and going. I think. I may have lost Monday. Are you there, Monday? Let's see if we can get him back. And we're going to take a few. About a minute to two, see if we can get them back live. I'm sorry about the interruption. There you are. Are we back? You are back. Okay, good. Are we still live? We are still live. <laughs> yes, you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question again? Um. You know, you know what you said is it just I was honing on it is we don't always have to have words of knowledge. And if we get it wrong, we get it wrong in restaurants when somebody's serving us, you know, just step out and bless somebody, you know, because that was one of the things in my own life because of insecurity. I didn't want to be wrong. And if, if I was wrong, it would just kill my whatever it was inside of me Monday. And I would just share with other people is. When you're at a table, wherever you might be in a restaurant or talking to people, just step out and take it by faith, like Monday is saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, in our stream, it's and I can say this from my own personal experience. It's hard. It's easy to um, get in a pattern, and sometimes God may not want to give words of knowledge. You know, you follow the ministry of Jesus; He gave words of knowledge. But sometimes He'd walk into a synagogue and share revelation. Um, and so. Another person that might just be a simple question like, well, that guy that was behind me, are you born again? Um, have you heard the gospel? I'm meeting a lot of people lately that have never heard the gospel. And we're right here in Tennessee. Hmm. Um, and it's uh, I'm preaching to many Muslims and um, praying for them to have encounters. But yes, with the word of knowledge, don't be uh, beat up. You know, if you get it wrong, because um, Jesus loves to let people fail. He's a good leader. He yes. let Peter in waters. He went and got him, and uh, he he just loves that you're available. He loves your faith, and uh, there is a spiritual muscle that will come when you develop your spiritual senses, having them exercised by reason of use. Oftentimes, when I'm praying for people with words of knowledge, the Holy Spirit will show me like a skeletal structure, yes, and uh, 
they'll circle the parts of their skeleton where, you know, they might have uh, sickness or where they might have pain, you know, so that's a good, that's a good reference is be open to the Lord's voice through um, pictorial visions. Yes. Um, and also an inner knowing the word of knowledge often will come with this inner knowledge. Like the other day I was going to get an oil change and I got an inner knowledge for the girl that was working there. I heard pregnant. So I'm processing and I said, okay, Lord pregnant. And then I, I heard this inner knowledge, uh, single, single mom. Okay. And then I heard it's going to be okay. So, uh, pregnant, single mom, it's going to be okay. Turns out she just found out she was pregnant, uh, and just found out that she's not marrying the husband. So she's single mom. And then the Lord told her it's going to be okay. And she was so blessed. She went and bragged on Jesus to her, um, her other employees look at what this guy just got for me and and uh jesus gets the glory monday doesn't but it's all about jesus and it's awesome amen absolutely amen. would you have another testimony in the last couple of weeks you want to share monday uh one one that i really love is just being on the the intercom and the favor that we have there they that we can actually go back uh, most people would say, man, you preach on the intercom. You'll never go back to the grocery store. Uh, but she's she's allowing us to come back um, at a certain time of the night. And I can continue giving altar calls on the intercom. And I, I love that because it's just it's a paradigm shift. You know, it's it's yes. it's God moving in bizarre ways. And I tell people, get ready to see God move, you know, very bizarre uh, and press in for the bizarre I love this story too, Richard, because we, we talk about the streets, but a lot of times the streets could uh, be in the circumference of your, your normal everyday life, such as the other day when I was talking to my banker, an employee at my bank. Um, I was having troubles with my debit card, and all of a sudden I saw the skeletal structure while I'm on the phone with her, and I asked her if she'd been having hip problems, and she said, yes, my hip hurts where it's connected to my leg bone, and um, so we prayed for her. God healed her. And then um, uh, I heard the name Donovan and it was a word of knowledge. It was one of her very good friends in high school named Donovan. Mm. So the fact that I had all this information for her blessed her and she just knew um, that Jesus was speaking to her. Yes. Uh, and before that, my wife and I were praying for her over the phone. She had met her medium within that last year or so. And uh, we got to break off. Um, any uh, attachment to the occult and we told her that's the illegal pathway you know don't be afraid to tell people you meet that are into new age because uh, a lot of times we'll say Jesus loves you to people and we'll just let them go and that reminds me of the scripture in James where it says you see your brother in need but you say God bless you have a good day and yes. you know yeah. what if their blood's going to be on our hands and we'll have to give an account of that before the Lord one day uh, if you meet people in new age, don't be afraid to say that's the illegal pathway. And mm. it's it's through Satan. It's through the demons. But God's got a legal pathway and it's called the Holy Spirit. And if I pray for you right now, maybe the Holy Spirit will touch you and maybe you'll get words of knowledge. So the new agers are desperate for encounters. And man, there's, there's a great opportunity for that for that culture. Man, I, I just love it, man. I, I haven't had all the opportunities to witness to cultism, things of that nature Monday, but definitely, you know, the, the, the body of Christ needs to be its hands and feet wherever we're at. And don't, you know, not to shy away from the, the opportunities as you're presenting to us right now. 
Has my audio been coming in pretty clear? Your audio's your audio's perfect. The video's a little bit uh, choppy. Okay. The next time we do this, I'll make sure to do it at home so that we can get you know next to good Wi-Fi. Awesome. Um, I'm going to just ask the audience right now. Uh, Monday is also uh, has the has the gift that God has uh, endowed him with, with the uh, gift of healings and the gift of miracles. And if you have a, a, a need in your body right now, if you could just go ahead and type it in, I'll go ahead and, and uh, see here in a, in a few seconds and I'll just read it to uh, I Monday. I won't be able to see the comments, so we'll know. Yeah. God's I'm, speaking. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for them to, it's about 30 seconds delay. And so they're going to type, and then hopefully I'll just read it to to you Monday as as it comes through. That sounds great. Jude, that sounds said, great. Jude said she has uh, pain in my chest, in her chest. Gotcha. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for your presence coming on her right now. We speak a, a brand new uh, yeah I, I speak to like a pinched nerve I speak for that nerve to be healed and I command that chest pain to leave her um, in Jesus mighty name and I also see someone who's been having some back issues they've they have a, a curvature of the spine and right now the the power of God's coming on you. And God's healing you from back pains with discs, herniated discs. I see a spine beginning to straighten right now. And if you've had troubles with your spine, troubles with sciatica, troubles with back issues, I want you to do a, a faith action and stand up right now. And I want you to test it and see the difference because God's healing you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So if that is you... Go ahead and, and uh, test it out for us by faith. Sure. Yeah. Um, the presence of God is 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 here. It's present to heal. The Holy Ghost is here, the present to touch your body right now Thank in the name Lord. of Jesus. I just see, yeah, the Lord's healing back, uh, knees. I see ankles. I see feet. I see plantar's fasciitis being healed. Yes. Uh, I see um, God touching uh, corns. Uh, I see God healing bone spurs right now lord uh, tumors father right now take every tumor off shrink in jesus name yes. we would declare with tumors and cysts and yes. growths that the holy spirit's touching you now those things have no more legal access in jesus name they're a devil and we break it and we command it to come off in the mighty name of jesus yes feel and see if those growths those tumors those cysts those knots are beginning to disappear. Yes. They're beginning to shrink. Even right now, there's someone with a neck that's been having issues with your neck. God's healing you. Someone on the rebroadcast, I think there's a rotator cuff. God's healing you. He's healing you right now. Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you for healing diabetes right now. We curse you. You're a devil. You get off that person in Jesus' name. Diabetes, you go. Yes. Cataract. Break off this person's eyes. Glaucoma, I curse you in Jesus' name. I speak over eyes of people watching right now. They're getting healed. Yeah. Floaters are getting 
field right now. Now, this could be for people watching. This could also be for people that are watching the rebroadcast. Yes. Lord, I thank you for complete healing. I thank you for There's also someone who broke your bone. Lord, I thank you for healing them. Uh, someone who shattered uh, some bones in your hand. And uh, still to this day, you can't close your fist fully. But right now, if you'll move your fist, God's going to help you close it fully. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for supernatural hair growth. There's yes. people watching right now that, that have been losing hair and even at a at too young of an age. And Lord, I thank you. You're supernaturally touching the scalps of head. You're causing new follicles uh, to grow. And Lord, we thank you for those bizarre miracles happening right now. Um, yes. uh, hair growth and cellulite. We speak to cellulite to, to vanish. I want some of you to begin to check your waistline right now. Yes. Uh, maybe before uh, your waistline was tight there. But God, I thank you for shrinking the cellulite. Yes. Your command come off. Some of you, as, as an act of faith, you may want to get up right where you are and start jogging in place. Start jogging in place. Don't drop your phone, but start jogging in place. <laughs> <laughs> and God's going to start drinking cellulite. You're going to notice your waistline. Your waistline is getting looser. Yes, Lord. Is there anybody watching that's have cancer or cancer in their family? All right. Just we'll wait for. Why? Yeah, it's about a 30 seconds to delay. Uh, I will say this that Hal said. Is there about 27 people in the room? I can't see. Okay. I don't know that, that number. But Hal said, I had stiffness in my back and it's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Monday. The disc, what? A stiffness in her back. Oh, the stiffness. Yes, it's gone. Thank you, Lord. Somebody, somebody watching an internet land needs to give a hand clap to Jesus right now. There you go. There yeah. we go. We see thumbs up. So there you go. <laughs> so, Lord, right now, I just saw somebody's having a bunion, Lord, on their on their feet, Lord. We just declare and decree, Father, whether or not they're live right now or whether they're doing the rebroadcast. And, Lord, they yeah. receive this divine healing and power. And the fire of the Holy Ghost right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to shift over, move over into place. And Father, I command, Lord, that the, even their foot will shrink, that the, the person will be able to wear the shoe that they've been wanting to, to wear right now in the name of Jesus. Almost, It's a woman's shoe, but, you know, it could be a man. So you grab it, receive it, and take it, snag it. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I command this person's feet to shrink right now in the name of Jesus. That it would be the the Cinderella story, Lord, of that she father, that be able to be a sign and a wonder to her how God loves her and cares for her right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, there's also, I believe, someone watching it could be in the rebroadcast. You were told you have a low white blood cell count. Uh, and I see God here in various blood diseases right now anemia. Uh, I curse you. I command you to go. Uh, God's going to heal someone's white blood cell count. It's going to go back to normal as a result of you hopping on this, um, this broadcast. I see uh, diabetes being healed. I see people with, um, uh, you know, insulin levels incorrect. God's going to heal those insulin levels. In Jesus' mighty name, I see healing in the blood uh, right now. Life is in the blood of Jesus. We declare the blood of Jesus over those watching that have had blood 
issues and blood disorders. I see also autoimmune disease. Uh, someone watching this that knows somebody with that virus, God's healing you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we just command that parasite of that virus to die right now by the power and the glory of Jesus Christ. Lord, I yes. just, Lord, last week, God, there was somebody over the interaction with me and April, Father. We just cursed that thing and commanded to come out, and that thing came out of her body, Father, that the sickness fell off of her, and she had her energy back. And, Lord, we declare to you, Father, any, Lord, what you do once, you can do again. And, Lord, we just release that blessing right now, your fire. Right now, the healing anointing flow right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, there is no distance, Lord, in the spiritual realm. Lord, we release it right now. Father, I just declare and decree somebody in England. I hear the word England. So, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, whether it's the England of the United States or England overseas, Father, we declare and decree, Father, right now that they will receive their divine healing by the glory and the presence of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And if you know anyone that has AIDS, I want you to call them on the phone. I want you to send this video to them. Share it with them. I feel like God's going to heal some people with AIDS that are watching under this anointing of God right now. Hey, Monday, why don't you go ahead and, and prophesy it and pray it in right now? Yeah, that, right that. now, if you're watching and you've been diagnosed with HIV or you've been diagnosed with AIDS, I want to let you know that Jesus can heal AIDS. We've seen him do it. Uh, a guy got healed of AIDS in Uganda when we went there. So, Lord, I thank you. Even right now, you're touching them. The doctors are going to be blown away. It's already done. The release of the Spirit of God is upon you. AIDS is gone. Your blood, yes. your blood is, is, is healed. Yes. Father, I thank you for that right now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Jesus. All right, before we wrap it up and everything, I didn't want to give an opportunity to anybody else who wanted to uh, put their request for prayer. Um, hey, Monday, I'm sensing somebody who has grandparents that they're, they're, they're having a difficult time adjusting to the difficulties in their relationship. And so, Lord, Monday, can you just ask God to give them wisdom and strength during this phase or the season in their life right now. And I'm, it, it could be a man or a woman right now, but it, it's definitely grandparents. It's just somewhere along the lines. It's just the relationship is really tough with them right now. Yeah. And um, Lord, I thank you for restoring this relationship with the grandparents. I saw something that happened on a camping trip. You were canoeing um, and, and you were very sad at camp and something that happened with the grandparents and Lord God, you're, you're going to restore um, these relationships, ultimately you're going to bring forgiveness um, yes. through these relationships. And, and I just thank you for that, God, for full restoration in this family in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow, wow. There's also a miracle for Holly. Uh, God's, God's touching someone named Holly right now. And uh, it might be here. It might be on the rebroadcast, but I heard Holly. Thank you, God, for completely doing a miracle in her body. And Monday, I may have interrupted you. What was, what was the condition for Holly? 
a holly. I, I'm not seeing the condition. I just know that God's touching her right now. Okay. And uh, God is doing a miracle for Holly. That's good. Uh, that's good, Lord. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Four one nine. Does anyone have the area code in their phone or uh, phone number? I'm seeing the number four one nine. Four one nine. Does anybody who's watching this live broadcast is seeing the area code four one nine? If you could just type four, it in your or it might be a driver's license number or it might be um, on your license plate. Four one nine. Or social security number. Address. Thank you, God. It could be someone in the rebroadcast. I see the Lord visiting someone with four one nine. Your family's been uh, backslidden, and uh, God's heard your prayers. He's about to bring a full restoration and revival to your home. Amen. Amen. We received that. We got another request <laughs> uh, Monday um, from Jody. She said, can you pray for my mouth again? Her uh, Jody? Yes. Okay, and her mouth? Yes. Okay, so Father God, right now we thank you for Jody. For full healing and we speak healing to the nerves and we speak healing to um, the gums the tissues I speak healing over all, all concerning her mouth her jaw Lord restore her completely as if nothing ever happened to her mouth in Jesus name amen amen well before yeah. we the broadcast do you want to share anything else and I definitely would like for you to impart and pray before we uh <laughs> Lord, sorry. I feel God's breath strong. <laughs> sorry. Four one nine. Four one nine. Going twice. Oh, going once, going twice. I, we. Oh, four nineteen. It could be a date. Uh, I didn't even think of that. April. Oh, April nineteenth. Amen. If anyone knows a date of significance centered around April of 2019 or April um, on the 19th, I need you to let me know if you're on right now. Okay. And if, if for whatever reason you're on the broadcast and you have any of those uh, numbers, please reach out to uh, Monday Martin or Jennifer. Uh, you can actually yeah. go to Contagious Love international's website and under contact they will love for you to uh connect with them and uh receive what all god has for you you know when, when we have these videos we're just not doing it for the videos we're doing it for the glory of god we're doing it for his presence we're doing it for bringing all honor unto the lord jesus christ that's the only thing about it it's honor we are spirit at all that we have this is not about ministry at the end of the day. It's about giving all the trophies. I remember James Gall in one of his audios videos. And I've done it many, many times. And after I would share and minister at the end of the day, I would say, Holy Spirit, here are all your trophies. It's all yours. It's all your accolade. It's not mine, Holy Spirit. I honor you. And even though men may say you did a, you did, you, you know, you God used you minorly Monday. I've learned to humble myself from a man by James Gall. And it just stuck with me, man. Amen. Yeah. In that place of humility, God can really use you. The door's on the floor. And to be great in the kingdom, you must be the least 
Um, and I want, I want all of my listeners, you asked me if I wanted to share anything. I think that's resonating with me, Richard, that, that the door will be on the floor for you. Jesus mm. said, who, who, lo- whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Yes. Uh, and one of the ways you can lose your life is by being a servant to people around you. Yes. Just yeah. being there for them, you know. Yes. It doesn't mean like you're going to give up your whole life, invite them into your home and let them there. I'm just, God wants you just to look at the needs all around you and contribute in some way. Yes. And it is through losing your life for those that are broken around you in your community, in your family, that you will find life. You will find greater peace. You will find greater joy because, you know, at the end of the day, you're simply building more love rewards and your love rewards are piling up. They're getting bigger and bigger. That's one of the reasons why I'm hitting the streets every day since Thanksgiving. I saw a guy that went to heaven and um, Jesus told him, I need you to work on your love rewards his pile of gold coins and rubies was very small and other people had very big piles of gold coins, diamonds, rubies. And uh, he said, I want you to work on your love reward. And he was in ministry. <laughs> and I think God's calling ministers right now. Just, just be low and humble. And Jesus riding on the donkey. He's not riding on the big white horse in Deer City. He comes with humility. He comes with uh, dignity and honor. Yes. And, um, and you know this has nothing to do with you. It's because Jesus Christ gave you life. He forgave your sins. He gave you his Holy Spirit. And he gave it all to you for free. And eternal life is free. Yes. That's it. <laughs> eternal life is free. <laughs> it is eternal life through Christ is free. We can't earn it. We can't buy it. That should cause any of us to be humble. Amen. Humbly receive your gifts, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and you know, you trigger something. There's a wonderful song called Give Myself Away Monday. And uh, yeah. I, I love that song. You know, we give ourselves away. And what God has poured into us and God has humbly given us, we give all those things unto him because he's really, he adores all of it. He's, he's our king. He's our prince. You know, he's, he's all, you know, all he's our all in all. And so God just wants our all and, you know, all means all wherever we're at Monday, it means all we're at the restaurant, we're at the bowling alley, we're Chick-fil-A, we're wherever we're at, you know, and and money's been hitting the streets probably almost every day. And, and lately, and, and it's, it's, it's all, and he's given that because it pleases the father at the end of the day. Oh, I feel the glory so strong. And, and I, I agree with you. And I feel like people that are listening, they're getting hungry. They're like, man, I'm going to go out and talk to people about Jesus. More. And they're going to try to come to you guys and tell you, oh, that wasn't worth it. Oh, you missed it there. Oh, they made fun of you. You better just shut up. And yep. I want to encourage you. You have to press through this mountain of lies yes. uh, because the devil is weak. No power. He only has power for those that give him room. Um, and don't give the enemy room. Don't give the enemy any of your fear. Give God your faith, and God will raise you up as a dread champion in this generation. Amen. Amen. So, Monday, I appreciate you. I appreciate Jennifer. We love you guys. We appreciate what you're doing. I, I, I love the duo because it's something my wife and I desire to do. We, we look, there, there's not too many people ministers wise and a male and a female are working together uh, on the on 
whether it's in the street or wherever it might be at, in a church setting. And so we just love yeah. you and we appreciate you just taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us. And uh, for those who have received a healing, uh, please message below here, message, you know, April Stutzman, message uh, uh, Jennifer, let us know because we get excited that these uh, wonderful times that we are setting aside and blessing the kingdom of God for <laughs> I just saw what we're doing Monday is we're just putting one brick upon another brick and building the kingdom of God. It is not about Monday's brick. It's not about Jennifer's brick. It's not about April's brick. It's not about anything. It's God's brick that he's placing it in for such a time as this. That's exactly. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. It's, it's everybody's brick coming together and, uh, just making a beautiful habitation for the Lord Jesus. And we need ministries at this time to come together and, and cheer each other on. And one, we're not division. We don't fall or We all are in love with the King of Kings. And uh, let's see ministries unite at this hour and steer each other on into revival. You know, find out what God's doing through ministries and bless it. Yes. Amen. Amen. And what I'm going to do at the very end, we're going to close this up here and uh, we're going to put in a link to uh, Contagious Love International. So if you'd like to sow a seed and bless them, just so you know, he's special money coming in for street evangelism, Bibles are coming in, purchasing door to door. And so this is very good soul, soil to, to flow into and to bless. And so I just ask you to prayerfully consider what you can do for the Martins and their endeavor on earth because they're, they, they are the real deal. I mean, I just, they are the real deal. They're, they're just everything they do and everything they say. So again, we appreciate it, brother. Thank you, brother. And yes, that's great. If people want to give, they can go to our website, Contagious Love International, and they can uh, become one-time partners or monthly. And if you want to join our Facebook group, April will put a link up there. Um, we want to have hundreds join us. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash um, groups forward slash contagious evangelism. And if you'll go there, request to be a member, um, and you're going to get equipped and stirred up to take revival in your community. So that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash contagious evangelism. And um, I also want to say Richard and uh, April – God is going to use you guys so strongly. He's going to continue um, promoting you and favor will be given to you. I see you guys giving words and articles and uh, many people will be finding out about your ministry. And if you're watching, get in early on their ministry efforts. Uh, become one of the, the, the pioneer uh, monthly partners. I would invite you to cancel Netflix and um, <laughs> become a monthly partner with Richard and April. Uh, and like I said, get in on the pioneering end of this as you help thrust them into the nations because that's exactly where God's going to send you guys. Oh, man. You guys all over the world. Oh. And we're just honored that, that, that you know us. We're honored to know you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. We're honored that uh, your hunger uh, for God you know, made you reach out to us in such a phenomenal way. Amen. Amen. 
All right, everybody, be blessed by this. And any of those who are going to be playing the rebroadcast, we just thank you for listening, and we thank you for what you're doing. Again, check it out. It's Facebook forward slash groups, Contagious Evangelism. So it's on fire is all I can say, brother. So thank you, thank you. I'm going to slip this in real quick. Um, yes. Check out if you have metal, God's dis dis vanishing metal and surgical implants, and he's healing uh, people from car wrecks and that have been in severe accidents. And right now, God's vanishing the metal by the power of his Holy Spirit. I also saw an Oscar. God's touching an Oscar. Hallelujah. And he's also touching Oscar the Grouches out there that just need more joy in their life. And if you've been grumpy, if you've been a rager, uh, God's going to touch you, and you're going to be a rager for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. I almost saw, I, I just want to tag along with you Monday. I, I was hoping you would go after metal. That excites me. <laughs> I know. I saw that on you while I was praying for you in April, and that's what made me uh, press in for tonight. So that's interesting you should say. It. Oh, yes. I, 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 to be honest with you, I have seen Jesus do metal 20 out of probably 30 times. And so it, it really just... It, I have more faith in that area Monday than some of the other things, so it's happy. <laughs> well, it will be a signature miracle for you, and 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 those are what um, what we call um, it, it's a signature miracle, uh, and it's it's not it's one you're going to see quite a lot, and it's also very um, it's a it's a a big miracle that, for lack of a better word. Those are the type of miracles that can open a community up. Before we get off here, I got one other thing here. Somebody's got a right shoulder, a socket ball. There's no uh, cartridge. There's no ligaments. And Lord, we just release your, we just ask you, Holy Spirit, to send you create a miracle angels on assignment right now in the name of Jesus. We say new shoulder blade, new rotocuff right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I command right now that socket that has been uh, deteriorating, been removed from operation. Father, we just release it right now in the name of Jesus. We call down new body parts from heaven to earth. We declare it. Come forth right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, new body parts in that shoulder blade in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I don't know if I'm... It's like he saved the best for last, but I'm the most on fire at the very end of this thing. And I think God's saying... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God's saying over those that stayed and watched this whole broadcast, I have saved the best for last. <laughs> Jesus turned the water to wine at the very end of the whole wedding celebration. The, the chief was amazed that he would bring out the best wine after yeah. everyone had, you know, drank the good wine. That you normally bring cheap wine out, but God says you're not, not cheap wine. He says he loves you very much. Yes. Uh, he's going to bring the new wine in your life again. And I'm telling you, those that are feeling the presence of God right now, this is anointing and a fresh baptism. And I feel like use it or lose it. Uh, if you use it, I'm going to increase. If you, if you don't use it, I'm going to give it to somebody else. And so he wants you to get zealous for him and say, oh, Jesus, precious Jesus. I want you in my life again like I've never had you before. We're going to pioneer a relationship, Jesus, in America right now. And we're coming on the scene 
and we're going to see a whole generation baptized in the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for touching that shoulder. She, is it a she? Uh, that person's healed. Yes. It's this name. And uh, that's awesome. That's awesome, Lord. I see someone's fingernails beginning to change color and coming back to pink, uh, where there's been some skin uh, issues. And so God's doing that for someone. And I also saw a growth near a nipple. Uh, I don't know if it's a male, um, but Lord, the Lord's touching somebody and you're going to be able to check and you're going to find that growth is gone yes. and that the Lord has healed you around your breast air in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you're either on your batteries on reserve or you're already at the, the top quick all right we'll talk to you later bye <laughs> and everybody that is another glory story for you so i would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guests talk about on the glory today to just get alone with god and asked him to help you cultivate his presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that God wants you to be a part of.